today we're going to do something a little bit different. I'm always talking about coronavirus or stuff like that. So today we are going to do a new thing on Fridays and we're going to call it the Friday Night Pick'em. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pick some NFL teams, some NFL games for the week. And I'll give you my my pick on who I think is going to win that game. So let's get diving into the NFL season and let's let's get this started. Welcome, everyone. It's the Daily Podcast with your host, Eric B. Today, we're going to talk about, again, something a little bit different. We're going to focus a little bit more on what my predictions and picks are when it comes to... Football. Football is back. Oh, that wants to play again. Football is back. And everybody, if you're a Niner fan or if you're a fan of football whatsoever, you know there was a rough, rough week one. So today what we're going to do is I'm going to go down the list and we're going to go pick a team who I think is going to do well either on Sunday or even on Monday night. So let's first start with Thursday night's game that already happened. It was Cleveland and Cincinnati in Cleveland and everybody both teams were both 0-1 going into that game you had a rookie quarterback by the name of Burroughs versus a second year quarterback by the name of Baker Mayfield both Heisman Trophy winners both had a chance to do well but you know of course there has to be a loser and there has to be a winning team But at the end, Cleveland dominated the game 35 to 30. The score doesn't show justice. Uh, Cincinnati did try to come back later on in the fourth quarter. Joe Burrows did play somewhat of a good game. But when you have someone like Odell Beckham, you have Nick Chubb as your running back. And you have Kareem Hunt, another good running back with a depleted Cleveland defense you're going to have a team like, I'm sorry, depleted Cincinnati defense. Got both teams are from Ohio, right? You're going to have a team that's going to end up not scoring so well. And that's what ended up happening. Cincinnati did try to make a comeback in the fourth quarter, but again, Cleveland prevailed. Yes. Cleveland for you Cleveland fans out there. Um, final score, 35 to 30. And the funny thing was I, was betting the over on here. And everyone was like, no way, they're not going to win. The over is 43 and a half. Cleveland couldn't even score last week. And Cincinnati had a hard time scoring. Just showed you that no matter what, Cleveland was going to find a way to score some points, especially on a Thursday night game. So my pick went to Cleveland plus the, the 43 and ended up winning. So if you're a Cleveland fan and you want Cleveland to win, you got they got the job done. Baker Mayfield did show up. Baker Mayfield, 
come on, guys. Baker Mayfield's he's a good quarterback. He he did what he he did what he had to do, no matter what anyone says. Baker Mayfield got the job done. No, no, he doesn't. He gets the job done, and he again with the help of of um, Odell Beckham, he was able to get a win. Hats off to Cleveland. Now, in no order whatsoever, I'm just going to go starting with the morning games on Sunday, ending with Monday night game. But I'm going to end it with the 49ers playing um, because that's my team. And that's... I want to talk a little bit more into the 49ers and their season this year, but we're going to go start again. We're going to start the first game with the New York Giants at Chicago. You got Daniel Jones, who did really well last week's game. He threw for 279 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions, going against Mark Trubisky, who threw for 242 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Then the rushing game, again, you got Saquon Barkley, who didn't really do a good job in last week's game. But I think you can see Saquon Barkley and the New York Giants bouncing back 0-1, going against Chicago's 1-0 record. It's going to be a good, it's going to be a good game between these two, you know, East Coast teams. Now, who's going to end up winning? We don't know. We'll find out. I'm going to take New York Giants and their predicted to win by five and a half so I'm gonna go with Daniel Jones New York Giants and that five and a half second game on the list you're gonna have the Atlanta Falcons 0-1 against Dallas Cowboys 0-1 no one would have thought coming into the season that both teams would lose their first games but they did they did what do you expect you got the ageless quarterback Matt Ryan going against Dak Prescott. This game will be played in Dallas. And Dallas is, let's see, Dallas is, um, no, Atlanta. Atlanta plus four on the road against Dallas. Matt Ryan can find his way. They have um, Todd Gurley in as the backfield versus Ezekiel Elliott. So I, this is going to be a tough one because they both like to play indoors. But I'm going to go with the NFC South and pick Atlanta plus the four. I don't care what anyone's going to say. Atlanta and Dallas. Yes, Dallas fans. I totally understand what you're going to say. Dallas didn't play such a good defense last week. So this week, Atlanta plus the four. Game three, you have Detroit. 0 and 1 against Green Bay. 1 and 0 battle of the NFC North right here. You got ageless wonder again by the name of Aaron Rodgers, who the Niners should have picked in the first round. We got Alex Smith, thank you. Um, versus uh, Matthew Stafford um, last week. Aaron Rodgers threw for 364 yards, four touchdowns, and no interceptions. Matthew Stafford threw for 297 yards. One touchdown, one interception. Going against running back Aaron Jones for the Green Bay Packers. 16 rushes, 4.1 yards average, one touchdown. 
versus another ageless wonder by the name of Adrian Peterson, who had 14 rushes, 6.6 average yards, no touchdown against. Uh, and then you got Detroit's receiver Danny and Mendola versus Devontae Adams. This is going to be a good game. They're playing in Green Bay. So depending on what the weather is like, I am going to pick Green Bay minus that six and a half. Detroit is favorite with that six plus six, but I am going to pick Green Bay minus that six and a half. I think Green Bay will find a way to do it. And again, Green Bay is one to know. And you got someone like Aaron Rodgers back there. This can work. Battle of the undefeated in the AFC South. Yes, undefeated. It's only week two, and they're both 1-0. Jacksonville Jaguars going against the Tennessee Titans. New look offense for both of these guys. Jacksonville got Gardner Minshaw II as their quarterback. Has anybody heard of Gardner Minshaw II? Anybody heard of that guy? Anybody? Anybody know who that is? Anyways, Garner Minshaw II will be the starting quarterback going against Ryan Tannehill of Tennessee. James Robinson, the running back for Jacksonville going against Derrick Henry. This is another good matchup that's going to happen between both teams. Jacksonville is a good team with Gardner Minshaw as their quarterback. I'm going to say his name again. Garner Minshew. Is it Minshew as a quarterback? Threw for 173 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Ryan Tannehill, 249 yards, two touchdowns with zero interceptions in last week's game. This, depending on your receiver, you got Keelan Cole for Jacksonville going against Corey Davis. So this is going to be a battle of the receivers. If Derrick Henry can find his legs and get running, Derrick Henry, I can see him actually running over Jacksonville's defense. I, I can see that happening. They're playing in Tennessee, and I'm going to take Tennessee minus that seven against Jacksonville. Next game, you have Minnesota going against Indianapolis Colts. This could be a Super Bowl matchup if it ever happens. But you have the 0-1 Minnesota Vikings versus the 0-1 Indianapolis Colts. Brand new looking team for Indianapolis because Andrew Luck is no longer there. But they did get veteran Philip Rivers, who threw for 363 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Kirk Cousins, 259 yards, two touchdowns, one interceptions for the Vikings. Alexander Madison, six yards, six rushes, 8.3 average, no touchdowns, only average, only did 50 yards. Again, this is a team. Depending on which quarterback shows up, if you're going to have Kirk Cousins of Kirk Cousins of old show up, Minnesota can actually win. Spread is only three and a half. Minnesota's favorite to win by three and a half. Playing in Indianapolis, Phillip Rivers is a veteran and knows what he's doing. I'm going to pick the Colts minus that three and a half. Another interesting matchup. You're going to have 1-0 Buffalo Bills versus 0-1 Miami Dolphins. Another revamp-looking team. Josh Allen, who came out came out 
tremendous this week. 312 yards, two touchdowns, no interception against the man, the bearded wonder, Ryan Fitzpatrick. 191 yards, zero touchdowns, three interceptions. That's the difference between the two. Josh Allen was the leading rusher in last week's game with 57 yards for the Bills. It's telling you something. Um, they do have Stephon Diggs as the wide receiver for Buffalo. Devontae Parker for Miami. I'm just not going to say I'm not torn between these two teams. Um, in Miami, I'm going to see Buffalo taking another victory to go 2-0 against the Miami Dolphins. So I'm going to take Buffalo minus that five in Miami. Next game, we have Los Angeles Rams versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Los Angeles Rams with Jared Goff looked looked great last week. Um, 1-0 start for them. Jared Goff didn't have the best throwing game. 275 yards, no touchdowns. Carson Wentz 270 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Uh, Jared Goff is going to be coming in this year without Todd Gurley as a running back, but they do have Malcolm uh, Malcolm Brown, 79 yards rushing last week. Um, Boston Scott for Philadelphia, 35 yards. Um, it's going to be a battle of their receivers. Robert Woods just got an extension in his contract. Six receptions, 105 yards, zero touchdowns where Philadelphia has Dallas Godert, eight receptions, 101 yards, one touchdown. It's going to be a battle over the quarterbacks, but I, even though they're in my division, the NFC West, I'm going to go with Los Angeles. The spread is only one. I'm going to pick Los Angeles over Philadelphia, and I'll take that one point. At one point, Denver was a team that you had to be careful with. You have Denver going into Pittsburgh. Denver 0-1. Pittsburgh winning their first game. Ben Roethlisberger looks... He looked great in last week's game. 239... 229 yards. Sorry. Three touchdowns. No interceptions. Drew Locke. 216 yards. One touchdown. Melvin Gordon, the, the third running back for the Broncos, 78 yards. Benny Snell Jr., 113 yards. These are our last week's game. Juju Smith-Schuster, 69 yards receiving. This is going to be a game where whoever makes the mistake first is the one that's going to end up winning the game. They're saying Pittsburgh plus seven. I am going to stick with that number they're playing at home. So I'm going to stick Pittsburgh plus seven. Then you got the last morning game. Not There's one more morning game. That's the Niners, I guess. I told you we'll touch upon that towards the end. But you got Carolina going into Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay 0-1. Carolina 0-1. Carolina looking differently this season without Cam Newton as their backup. But they do have Teddy Bridgewater. They still got Christian McCaffrey as their running back. And the new-looked Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Tom Brady as their quarterback. Tom Brady's threw for 239 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions in last week's game. Teddy Bridgewater, impressively, 269 yards, one touchdown, zero interceptions. Christian McCaffrey didn't do so well. 23 yards, or 23 touches, 97 yards. 
Ronald Jones the second, 16 touches, 66 yards. Bobby Anderson, 114 yards receiving for Carolina. This is going to be a good game to watch. If you guys are not watching any other game, this will be a good game to watch. I see Tom Brady settling in against Carolina, winning their first game. So I'm going to take Tom Brady minus that eight points against Carolina. And that's going to wrap it up for the morning games. Now we're going to head over to the afternoon games. We have the Washington. They're just called the Washington football team. There's no logo. The logo is a W, which I like. It's a W. Their helmets just has their plain yellow number on the side, which, again, I like. It's, I think it's a good look for the Washington team. But you got Washington 1-0 going against Arizona. 1-0 who surprisingly beat the 49ers. But again, we'll get into that more detailed later. Um, Kyler Murray, impressive against the 49ers. Impressive. 230 yards, 100 um, sorry, one touchdown, one interception. He was also their leading rusher, 13 touches with 91 yards. Um, you got Dante D- Dwayne Haskin Jr. over in Washington. This team, this Washington team, they're 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 going to win this season, or they're going to win this season because they have a lot of heart. Um, they have a lot of you know poise. They're trying to they're trying to prove a point to the NFL. Um, I still think they should change their name to the Warriors, the Washington Warriors. Keep it kind of that, you know, but again, they didn't even want some kind of tribe name on their helmets. So, but again, I like the way they look. They kind of look like that college team with their numbers just on their helmet. But I'm going to stick with Arizona. Arizona minus seven. In Arizona, Kyler Murray just looks unstoppable right now. 230 yards against the number one defense last week. 291 yard rushing against the number one defense last week. So I'm going to pick Arizona minus seven. Now we're going to talk about some day games. Day games, day games. We did just talk about Arizona and Washington. But the next game coming up, you have the Kansas City Chief going against the Los Angeles Chargers in Los Angeles, their new SoFi Stadium looks so cool. If you've never seen it, um, definitely watch the game. Um, still getting used to calling them the Los Angeles Chargers because they're always San Diego to someone like me. But you got Patrick Mahomes versus Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor used to be a number one draft pick. 208 yards last week. Zero touchdown, zero interceptions. Patrick Mahomes, 211 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Kansas City has has a bunch of people in their offense that will make Los Angeles Chargers look like a college or high school team. Patrick Mahomes did it to the 49ers when he brought them back from 21 points down to end up winning the Super Bowl. There's a reason why they're Super Bowl champs. I will pick, this is a sucker bet. If you're going to pick Los Angeles Chargers and the spread's only eight and a half, yeah, that's why it's called a sucker bet. I'm picking Kansas City minus the eight and a half. Kansas City will cover that spread. 
and Patrick Mahomes will get his second victory of the season. Next, you got Baltimore. The Baltimore Ravens against the Houston Texans. And again, you have another quarterback by the name of Lamar Jackson, MVP quarterback who a lot of people didn't realize or didn't think he was not going to make the Super Bowl. A lot of people thought he was going to make the Super Bowl last year, but fell short to Tennessee. You believe that? Lamar Jackson threw for 275 yards last week. Three touchdowns, no interceptions. He's going against Deshaun Watson of Houston, who threw for 253 yards. One touchdown, one interception. Lamar Jackson was also the leading rusher for Baltimore. 45 yards rushing. David Johnson, 11 touches with 77 yards. Marquise Brown, the leading receiver for Baltimore, 101 yards. And Will Fuller, 112 yards. This is going to be a good game because it's going to be a battle of, you know, two teams. But Baltimore Ravens is going to prevail. And I would pick Baltimore. And plus that, what is it, minus seven? Take take Baltimore minus seven. Lamar Jackson is still the same Lamar Jackson for last time. Baltimore, minus seven. That's my pick. We're almost at the end of our list. Almost, not quite. New England is at Seattle. New England, another new look team. Cam Newton. If you haven't seen Cam Newton's hair, look at look at Cam Newton's hair. It's it's crazy. It's it's what you would think Cam Newton would do to his hair. I mean, it's not crazy like it's crazy. It makes me wonder how he fits all that in his helmet. But Cam Newton, the new quarterback for the, the New England Patriots versus Russell Crazy Man Wilson. And I say crazy. Week one, Cam, um, Russell Wilson. Week one, threw for 322 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions, and was also the leading rusher for the Seattle Seahawks with 29 yards. The leading rusher. He didn't need to run. They didn't need to run. He just kept throwing the ball. Cam Newton, 155 yards, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions. Cam Newton was also the leading rusher for New England. 15 touches, 75 yards. You got DK Metcalf, who caught for 95 yards, and Julian Edelman, who's still with New England. Everybody thought he was going to jump ship and join Brady and Gronkowski over in Tampa. He caught for 57 yards. This is going to be a good game. This is going to be a good game. They're playing in Seattle. No 12th man in Seattle. There's not going to be a loud noise. I hate this fake crowd noise. We'll talk about that again later in a minute. I hate this fake crowd noise. I, I'm going to go with New England. New England plus the four. I think New England's going to be different look this year. Um, if their defense could hold up, take New England plus the four. That's my pick. Sorry, Russell Wilson. Sorry. That New England-Seattle game is going to be the Sunday night game of the week. But also, it's going to be a crazy game. We'll see what happens. But on Monday, the last game of the week, you have New Orleans going against the Las Vegas Raiders. That's right. Las Vegas Raiders. Playing in Las Vegas for the first time this season. I forget the name of their stadium. I forget, 
forget what their what their stadium is called. But you got another ageless wonder by the name of Drew Brees going against Derek Carr. Drew Brees threw for 160 yards in a victory last week. Two touchdowns, no interception. Derek Carr threw for 239 yards, one touchdown, zero interceptions for their victory. Levadius uh, Murray, 48 yards rushing. You got Josh Jacobs, Filipino Power, 93 yards rushing. Their leading receiver for New Orleans, Jared Cook. And for the Oakland Raiders, Henry Ruggs III. This is going to be a good game. You can expect John Gruden to come out with everything, being that it's going to be the first game in Vegas. New Orleans looks good as well. But I just see Las Vegas or the the Raiders, the Oakland Raiders. It's only always going to be Oakland, no matter what anyone says. It's always going to be Oakland. You can move to LA, you can move to Las Vegas. It'll always be Oakland, Oakland Raiders. I see them winning over the New Orleans Saints. Take that five and a half, and I call it the Las Vegas. Doesn't sound right. Oakland Raiders versus New Orleans. And now we're going to come to, again, my team, the San Francisco 49ers. 0-1, surprisingly, going against an 0-1 Jets team. Now, both teams are depleted when it comes to injury-wise. George Kittle, their 49ers um, tight end, is not going to be playing um, out with the knee. D Ford questionable um, but the big one for for uh, the Jets, Le'Veon Bell is out on injured reserve uh, so he's not going to be playing um, Frank Gore is going to be taking over the helms as running back and if you guys San Francisco fans remember Frank Gore spent how many years with the 49ers but we'll go down and break this down just a little bit because Jimmy Garoppolo who played behind Tom Brady, showed some spark last year with a good team. We, we have the same people on offense, minus Joe Staley, the same group of people. Yes, last week he didn't have any wide receivers to throw to. Yes, you know, they figured out our scheme with, with George Kittle being out. They figured all that out. But it's just hard for me to say Jimmy Garoppolo, you need to find your tune. You need to find your quarterback in you and start playing like a National Football League, a 49er quarterback at that. Jimmy Garoppolo last week against Arizona, 259 yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions, which they're not bad numbers. They're really good numbers. Now the two touchdowns that he threw, one of them, was to Raheem Moster, who ran for like a 30-yard touchdown. It was a screen pass, 30-yard touchdown, all the way, right? Um, and Raheem Moster was the re- leading receiver last week with 95 yards. So if your running back is your leading receiver and your leading rusher, you need to spread the ball out more, Jimmy G. You need to spread it out more. Sam um, Donald, who's taking over for Joe Flacco, um, he might be out because of a neck injury. Uh, Sam Donald, 215 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Frank Gore didn't get a lot of touches, six touches, 24 yards. Um, 
but Jimmy G, man, this is this is OJ. OJ, if you guys don't like OJ, tough luck. This is OJ. This is what he had to say. Well, it's me, yours truly. Well, yesterday it started, and uh, uh, for me and my fantasy team, uh, it's a little like last year. Not quite as bad. I lost two players. Marlon Matt, he seems to be out for the year. Um, my best to you, buddy. Uh, and Jaron, my other tight end, he seems to be out for the year, but... It wasn't a totally wasted day. I mean, I'm 35 points up against the guy I'm playing against, and I have Pittsburgh's defense tonight. Unfortunately for me, he has Saquon and Juju playing tonight, so I'm kind of sweating it. Some takes from yesterday. One, you know, Tampa Bay, obviously. I think we all were maybe expecting a little much to think they can hit the ground running, and especially since they were playing against a team that rightfully should have been in maybe three of the last four Super Bowls and the Saints, but I have no doubt that they're going to get together before long uh, uh, this season anyway um, and win at least double-digit games and go to the playoffs. Uh, can't say that about Cleveland. Something's wrong in Cleveland. They've been through three coaches. They can't blame the coaches. They're as talented as anybody in football when it comes to wide receivers and running backs. Uh, somebody's got to take a microphone, microphone glass, take a hard look at that team, and make a hard decision. Uh, my 49ers. I love my 49ers. But Jimmy G, I don't know what's going on with you. I've just gotten over uh, you missing Sanders uh, for what should have been a Super Bowl winning catch. But I watched you in the fourth quarter. Come on, you had a guy wide open in the end zone. You're late with the pass. Uh, the last play of the game, the guys were open on and out. You're late with the pass. I'm watching these defenders celebrate like they did something, and they didn't do nothing. It was you being late with the pass. I remember Bill Walsh, my last with the Niners, his first year. He said something to me about a quarterback we had. He said he's great for three quarters, and then he's just good enough in the fourth quarter to get you beat. I'm just saying, take care. And that's OJ. OJ, who's not been OJ for the longest time, saying what he felt about Jimmy G. I mean, I would take that to the with a grain of salt. You know, OJ, a lot of people knows his history with what happened, but he's still a football guy. So I don't care what anyone says. You could you could do what you want. You can be upset. No, you you can be upset with OJ. He's still a football guy. He knows what he's talking about. He's talking about how he missed those throws. He was late with the pass. OJ knows what he's talking about. I would listen to OJ and Jimmy G. You just have to you have to play like they need you to play. You have to play like the quarterback that we drafted you to play. And that's how I feel. So that's uh, my pick. If you guys are wondering, uh, 49ers are favorite by seven. Seven. Not a lot. Seven. In New York against a rough-looking New York Jets team. I am picking the San Francisco 49ers. I will take that seven on the road. Jimmy G, I hope... You are back. Brandon Ayuk is supposed to be back for the 49ers. Debo Samuel is still going to be out for the 49ers. Um, Richard James Jr. is out for the 49ers. There's a lot of people out for the 49ers. But I would just, again, I think the 49ers are going to win. Take this seven. Take it on the road onto New York next week. The Giants. We play the Giants. It's going to be it's going to be a fun game. But 
that's my gripe on Jimmy G. You got to be a little bit better. You can't rely on the run. You can't rely on, you know, there's not going to be a George Kittle this week. So it's going to fall on you. It's going to fall on you, Kyle Shanahan. If you listen, stop being, be a little more aggressive, please, on the play calling, a little more aggressive. Stop being this team where if you're down by what, stop running down the clock to like nothing and don't get nothing out of it. You have three timeouts, use them. Use the three timeouts, get the score you need, even if you get three points. You got the best cook, one of the best kickers, Robbie Gold, kicking the ball for you. Use it. Use the three timeouts. Get a score. Jimmy G, find your game. Find your game. If not, you're going to have to start looking for a quarterback in the draft next year. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. All right, guys, that's my pick for week two in the NFL. Again, Jimmy G. Find your pick. Find your pick. Those are my pick. Lock them all in. Make sure you wrote them down. Yep, yep. There you go. Lock them in. Let's do that again. Lock them in. Make sure you wrote down what my picks are. Um, some of you guys who didn't like my pick, that's totally fine with me. And you got that group who did like my pick. That's my pick. Don't take my picks and run to your bookie and say, this is what the daily podcast said I need to pick. Because if you do, <laughs> that's what I'm going to say to you guys. Don't go crying home thinking that I gave you guys the right picks. Because I did it. I did it. Those are my pick. Those are who I think who's going to win. That's my pick. That's, that's my prediction. All right, guys. That's going to do it for the podcast again the ordinary joe's podcast had to take a little break last week but we will be back this week for a new podcast you guys will like the podcast this podcast coming up you guys trust me it'll be an interesting show this week this is my podcast the daily podcast with eric b and that's it i got nothing else to say glad football's back that's all i gotta say thanks for listening until next time, podcast is ended, guys. Go in peace.